You are listening to Hydro Talks, a podcast from the global aluminium producer Hydro, setting out to explore the modern dilemmas for industry and society. Welcome to Hero Talks. My name is Halvor Mollan, and today we're going to talk about uh, recycling and 100% recycled. What does it actually mean? And there's a lot of talk about the importance of using recycled materials. And um, what does it really mean? It sounds like recycled materials must be better than the alternative that is not recycled. And we are here today with Hans Erik Vatna. Head of Hydro's Technology Office, and Hilde Kalvik, Head of Brand and Marketing, to look at how to understand what makes a material green and climate-friendly and learn about the difference between post-consumed and pre-consumed aluminium. So, Hans-Erik, what is recycled aluminium or other materials for that matters? Yeah, as you know, uh, aluminium is, is used, in a, used in a wide range of applications. Uh, where the main ones are transportation, packaging, and building and construction. Uh, and aluminium is used for, for many applications within these uh, sectors. Uh, when uh, aluminium uh, and these products have, uh, have done their mission, when the life is over, uh, what happens with the aluminium then? Uh, so when the car is brought to the scrap dealer, when the beverage can has been uh, drunk or when the building has been torn down uh, with the aluminium facade, what happens with this aluminium? And the fantastic thing about aluminium is that this can be recycled, which means it's collected, it's sorted and then it's remelted. And after the remelting, we can cast new products that are as good as the original aluminium. So recycled aluminium is really when the product has done its mission, its lifetime is over, it's been scrapped, collected and remelted and then reused. That's recycled aluminium. Yeah, Hans, but we we hear people talk about post-consumed and pre-consumed scrap. Uh, what's the difference there? Yeah, that, that's a very uh, important difference. Uh, the, the post-consumer scrap, that is really when the product has come to its end of life, uh, when the car is scrapped or when the, the beverage uh, can is, uh, is emptied. That's really post-consumed scrap. Well, pre-consumed uh, scrap, uh, that is process scrap you know when we produce a product there are a lot of process steps uh, and in most of these steps uh, there is uh, some leftover material or some scrap material so this is aluminium that never ended up as a product so it, it's it never... like it's like if you cut a hole in a sheet and then you have some corners left uh, that exactly is what, yeah, yeah. yeah there's some clippings and leftovers so uh, and these they don't get lost but you know they didn't really uh, reach their mission in life they never became a product and, and were used uh, by us consumers so of course we take care of this material as well that is important but it it was never out there in the field uh, 
fulfilling its purpose. So therefore, we distinguish this. In all cases, we want to reduce the amount of this uh, process scrap, the, the pre-consumer uh, scrap, uh, because all aluminum should, in principle, end up as a, as a product. So that, that's really a big difference. Uh, process scrap we need to avoid and re- reduce, but also recycle that when it comes to uh, to, to that. But it, no, it's really when a product has done its life's mission and is taken back, that's really what uh, recycling is. Hilda, what's your take on this? Yeah, um, I um, I hear a lot from, from our customers and from manufacturers and designers and engineers working with materials that, but does, does it matter? I mean, isn't it this, you know, recycled is recycled? And a lot of uh, our customers ask, you know, it doesn't that have the same benefit from a from a CO two emission point of view if you remelt? And of course, I say then no. Uh, Hans Eddy, can you explain perhaps you know why from from your point of view why uh, why does it matter from a CO two point of view uh, using uh, post consume or pre consume scrap? Yeah, uh, pre consumer scrap uh, is uh, is really a it's a waste of resources, it's a waste of, of energy. That is something that we have in our processes, but that we should all the time try to, to avoid. So, so you can't take credits when you use something that, that shouldn't uh, have been there from, uh, from the beginning. But when uh, aluminum has been used as a product, uh, it has served its, uh, its mission in a car or in a beverage can or a building, and then it's taken back, then you get the full uh, advantage of recycling. And, and then you, you have this fantastic advantage that you only need 5% of the, the energy when you remelt that so that you, you are down to very low uh, CO2 emissions in, so, in such processes. But Hans so, Eric, so, why, why can't we use every material to so we don't have any kind of pre-consumed scrap? Uh... Yeah, that, that's what we ideally should strive for. But uh, you know, when you if you want to make... Uh, uh, a, a component for a car, for example. Uh, very typically, you do some, uh, you you deep draw it, and then you have some some ends and some leftovers that that uh, are used just to 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 fixture the the material when you you form it into the component. And uh, there are always some. If you want to make drill a hole, then you take out some material. So there will always be some processing scrap uh, mm. inherent in our processes to make a final product. Uh, but of course, that we should aim at reducing as close to zero as possible. Yeah. I, uh, what I often often say to people to explain this, because it's quite complex, isn't it, um, mm. to explain this, is that perhaps you compare it with, uh, with uh, I mean, you said textile industry, however, but you can also uh, compare it to food industry. Everybody knows today that we need to reduce the waste in the food industry. And and you hear often about in in in, uh, in Norway, for example, where we eat a lot of bread, where where bakers, they will send bread to the, to the store in the morning, then it will not be sold during the day. And because people want fresh bread, it will be sent back to the bakery and it will be... be be uh, be processed and be turned into to food for animals, and then somebody can say, "But isn't that good that we reuse it for food for animals?" But then then it has kind of taken an unnecessary loop, 
Uh, it should never have been produced in the first place because mm. then you could have just given the grains to the animals directly. Yeah. And it's yeah, a little uh, bit the same, isn't it, Tom said? It, it, with it is. That's exactly the same with the, the aluminium. It shouldn't be there. We should try to avoid it. It's a waste of resources and energy and a waste of this fantastic material. So, so the focus should be more on reducing the amount of this process scrap, the pre-consumer scrap, uh, uh, and not... Uh, say that it's it's good to use it of course it should be remelted but uh, the most important is to avoid it but because in primary metal where you kind of you make aluminium from uh, the raw material uh, alumina with a lot of power mm. Uh, mm. why can't we only recycle all materials we have 100% recycled met- aluminium metal into the products yeah, actually, we are uh, today very close to recycling all aluminium. Now, when the, the car comes back and the beverage cans come back, these are taken care of because uh, the, the, there is so much value. And the, the beauty of aluminium, you can recycle this forever and forever. The quality will still be the same. The, the tricky thing, though, is that uh, the lifetime of aluminium is, is so long because this is uh, such a durable, fantastic material. It can stay on, on building facades for, for hundreds, of year, hundreds of years. So the, the scrap processes are very slow. It takes a long time before these products come back and can be recycled. So there is only um, enough uh, scrap of aluminium in the world that you can uh, you can um, produce around 30 or a bit more percent of all that demand in the world could be based on recycled material. So, so it's really too little scrap available. On average, some 30% uh, of all uh, aluminum products could be based on recycled material. But because the demand is so high, we also need to make primary in addition. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, this makes a lot of sense because uh, aluminum has so many uh, use uh, phase advantages, reducing weight in uh, in cars or in other transports and so on, uh, extending the the lifetime of food when it's used for packaging and so on. So, so, so we need the aluminium. Uh, that's very important. Uh, the aluminium products for for infrastructure and society. But there's not enough scrap to really support everything. But, In but, future, there will be. Yeah, but Hans Eric, when but, but this have... might take might take fifty years or hundred years. We yeah. don't know. We, we have when we have primary aluminium and we have uh, post-consumed scrap pre consumed scrap uh, and would you say all aluminium is equal based on it because it when you recycle it over and over again it's the same quality that it comes out then why does it really matter whether you have recycled or primary aluminium is that a difference yeah, of course uh, th- th- there is um, today when we produce primary aluminium uh, first of all that requires a lot of uh, energy and that's because aluminium in its natural form in, in minerals is uh, is tied up to oxygen and you need to split, uh, take away the oxygen. And that is very energy intensive because uh, aluminium and, uh, and oxygen, they... they they stick very tightly together. So, so you need a lot of energy. So, of course, that is a challenge that you need uh, energy to, uh, to produce the aluminium. And 
really the, the challenge and, and issue is that uh, a lot of this power, the electricity is uh, in the world, is based on coal-fired uh, power plants. And that, of course, produces uh, a lot of, uh, of CO2. So when you produce the, the primary aluminium, you produce a lot of CO2 when you generate the electricity. That is the main source of CO2 emissions for aluminium. We are in the very fortunate situation that we have uh, renewable energy, which means that there is no CO2 emission from producing the power, the electricity. Then based so, on, so that's based on this, is, is then aluminium a green metal, Hilde? Well, this is a very interesting question. And um, and as uh, Hans-Erik says, it's, it matters where and how aluminium is produced. And I think this is what uh, we try to communicate now uh, as an aluminium company out to our customers is that you need to ask, you know, where is this aluminium produced and how much CO2 has it emitted? And to give an example, you... Um, you talk about a global average of aluminium. This is a bit technical, but it's it's uh, it's uh, around 17 or 16.7 kilo CO2 emitted per kilo aluminium produced. But if you produce yeah. it on water power, it can be, or hydropower, it can be less than four kilos. And if you produce it on recycled material, it can be around two kilos or even if if... If, you know, the day comes where we can produce it with 100% post-consumer, I think it's just half a kilo or something, isn't it, uh, Hans-Erik? Yeah, that's correct. And uh, so, so that's really a big difference. Uh, so if you have aluminum, uh, primary aluminum, coal-fired-based uh, source of the power, the electricity... It's uh, it's a factor more than ten more when it comes to CO two emissions, and well, this is really a challenge for us. How can we inform consumers that aluminium is not aluminium? There is a big difference between uh, the CO two emissions from uh, from the different sources. Even uh, the different primary sources are very different and. Uh, recycled even better so so on the communication side this is very important that yeah. we can convey this message so, so how can we help the consumers understand this and make good choices yeah, and it's it's very difficult because as as you can all hear when we talk about these things, it's not so straightforward, and there are many calculations involved. But I think what uh, the 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 industry, you know, the aluminium industry and and hydro, we are one of them, are starting now to communicate is that you know in a low carbon world we still need materials, but you know we can't you know we can't uh, have an app for everything we do, mm. but but mm. we need more sustainable materials, and of course it's not only about the CO2 footprint, but it's about the the, the ethical uh, ways of how it is produced. Of course, you don't want child labor as you have with cobalt in some places in Africa, or at least that's what we're told. Uh, and you need to make sure that they can be recycled or last long. There are many criteria that 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 go back to your question, Halvor, that will that will uh, decide whether a material is green or not. Mm. And I think that, yes, mm. uh, aluminium can be a greener material if it's used in the right way and if it's produced in the right way. And 
what we try to do in our communication now is to to educate and to inform uh, the people that are the designers, the engineers, the producers that are actually making uh, the choices of what type of materials to buy to, to tell them you should demand, you know, mm. a CO2 certificate or a, 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 a traceability certificate for your aluminium. And today uh, there are some labels uh, that uh, that you can ask for, but... Uh, there are still no global standards mm. as such. So I understand there are a lot of uh, interesting dilemmas when it comes to recycling and and coming towards an end here. And, and a final question to you, um, Hans-Erik. What's, what's the most important to keep in mind regarding recycling? Well, uh, what everyone should be aware of is that you know, aluminium, you know, with its fantastic uh, properties, this can be recycled over and over again, and the properties will be as good as uh, virgin primary aluminium. And uh, Hilda, what do you think is the most important thing to keep in mind uh, when it comes to recycling? Well, the most important thing to keep in mind is to don't get fooled by uh, terminology or greenwashing. Um, ask about the fact uh, recycled material as such is not the guarantee that it is a sustainable or a green alternative. So ask about the fact. And as a consumer, I would say that it's, of course, difficult to see if a material is recycled or not. But there I would say that as a consumer, we can do our part in selecting products that are made with materials that can last and that can be recycled. Uh, aluminium is one such material, steel is another. There are many good materials, but be, uh, learn about it and make good choices. And of course, recycle. Hi, that's a good uh, last word from you, Hilda, and a good advice to all. And uh, I would like to thank both Hans-Erik and Hilda for joining us in this uh, episode of Hero Talks. Thank you for listening to Hydro Talks. Make sure to subscribe. If you have any feedback or comments, get in touch at podcast at hydro.com.